Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Recorded live. <clears throat> Hello.
Hello? Hey, how are you doing? Hey, good, Chris. How are you today? Uh, excellent. It's good to talk to you again, Kevin. You too, buddy. Well, congrats on this uh, amazing new record. I hope you guys have had the chance to see my review, but I have anointed it your best overall. Uh, I know. I, I love that. I, I look at it every time I start to get sad now. That's, it. <laughs> that's awesome. It's my new, it's my new happy place. That's very sweet of you. Thank you. you and you almost <laughs> done like completely sincere, which I appreciate. Um, well, <laughs> it is, it is, uh, it is a great record. Um, and the reason I say that, and this has actually been an interesting dilemma, and hopefully you can help me with this. Um, every year, when I write my year-end editorials and I put out kind of my top ten worship albums list. And then I also put out a top 10 albums list and I've decided Mm. I don't want to have crossover anymore. I, so about two years ago, I started having those be separate lists and your record would be on either one of those lists for me this year, but I actually (laughs) am not so sure I would completely, completely call this one a worship record. Uh, And I had Hmm. Art of Celebration and last year's worship albums list. And it's, and it's only just like just little nuances of, not that it's not a vertical record. It's not that it's not in the similar category as some of your other records. But if, if yeah, there's sure. such a thing as saying it's more accessible, I actually could argue maybe it's even more accessible hmm. um, than some of the previous records. And therefore, I'm leaning towards putting it in my regular top ten list as opposed huh. to just my worship list. So, yeah, just letting you know uh, something I've been... That's, that's, it, it, it's interesting. Yeah. I, I think we, we definitely... Uh, we we only ever set out to be a be a church worship band, but um, I guess maybe in the uh, in the pursuit of trying to do things uh, slightly differently and a little bit more uh, colorfully, um, sometimes it, it creates a, a sense of crossover. So yeah. I, I think it's probably it's probably a compliment if it can exist in both spaces. I'm happy about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's funny because I'm not having that dilemma about literally any other album that's come out this year. Yours is the one I'm. I'm actually even praying about it. Like, Lord, do you call this, do you want me to call this a top worship album or just call it one of my top albums? And by its nature, just to Mm. understand, um, one of the other albums that sits on that same fence for me, just to give you an idea, uh, is actually the new Matt Maher record, uh, Saints and Sinners. Because it is is a worship record, but it's also more creative than that. There's more to that record Mm. than just worship songs. It's it's so so as an example, I'm actually leaning towards also having that one be in the regular top ten album category. Um and and you're sort of in that same category for me. So Yes. Yeah. Well from from our perspective I guess it's uh it's all very much a first world problem. We're just glad to be in any kind of top ten list. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. uh, It is a first world problem. But yeah, it's it's interesting once you start to kind of um incorporate any kind of storytelling uh, element into into worship, then it starts to blur the lines a little bit. That's the the interesting thing about the Psalms, I guess, because I suppose they're considered worship too, but um, there's times whenever, I guess, even some of the Psalms, if you put them out in today's context, I don't know if they would uh, qualify as contemporary worship. It's kind of interesting, isn't it? Agreed. So yes. Yeah, so there are. So yeah. In breaking out songs from this record, um, mm. "You Will Never Run" is an interesting uh, starting point 
um, because yeah. that was one of the songs that caused me that dilemma. Because <laughs> uh, sure. it, is, it is worshipful, uh, and it is vertical, um, but it is also, you know, uh, really about God's attributes as much as anything. So, yeah, I'd right. love to hear a little bit about um, your guys' heart behind that song and um, sure. kind of what what, uh, what was the songwriting story for, I imagine you and Gareth co-wrote that together, yes? Yeah, that's right. Uh, well, I, I guess uh, we have to go back to the the album title to get uh, to get to the heart of it. You know, uh, yeah. the, the record is all about this idea as family we go. Um, mm-hmm. So, it, I, I guess uh, it had us thinking a lot about you know about the family of God in terms of the church, but also as uh, us being God's family, Him being our our parent and. Uh, you know, I, I suppose a lot of people that we that we meet as we travel around and we lead worship, uh, they all have kind of interesting, varying relationships with what that that expression means. That that as God as Father, you know, I, you find as you as you travel around and get to talk to people that a lot of people have very um, even the word family actually can carry quite negative connotations. Sometimes it mm. it stirs up disappointments. It stirs up an idea of betrayal and uh well the beautiful thing about our god is that um obviously he's he's a perfect father and he uh he'll never leave us or forsake us that's the promise that we hear in deuteronomy right at the start of the bible and uh then it's echoed right again uh, by jesus words at the end of the great commission saying surely i'm with you until the very end of the age and so uh, this idea that god is this father who will never never run out on us he'll never he'll never leave us he's not like uh he's not like our earthly family he has he has the potential to disappoint uh that's just impossible with his character um our, our god is love and he can't act outside of that that impulse and uh i, I guess that that's why the song is so celebratory in nature um you know whenever you hear a truth like that that no matter no matter what ways you screw up, no matter uh, how far you run away from from God, He'll never run away from you. Um, yeah, that that stirs up a song in you, I guess. And uh, yeah, and that that's like I guess how the the song sounds the way it does. <laughs> oh no doubt. And and as I mentioned, I, I what I love is all the verses and the chorus. You know, are really singing about Him. You know, His attributes. Yeah, uh, right. and that's something. And that is something you guys have consistently offered me as as an artist and that I've always identified with. I mean, you, you're probably familiar with the fact that I've reviewed all of your projects. Um, and yes, I've actually, thank you. And I've, I've actually called each of them your newest best record, and I feel that is one of the um, challenges as an artist is how do we grow? You know, how do we, how do we mm. take what we've done and how do we, how do we in essence, um, as an as a band, as songwriters, as worshipers, um, build on that, you know, because there's always the tendency to sort of fall back on, um, you know, can we can we sound like we did last time, and because that was, right. you know, that was that was successful. Should we just do that yeah. again? Um, or or and I think I told you who my who my band is that brought me to have this conversation with you today, which is yeah. Um, Jars of Clay was the first Christian band I ever heard, and I didn't know they were Christian yeah. when I first heard them, um, but I heard the gospel. And, and mm. it was through accessing their music 
and hearing about God and then singing to God uh, in, a, in a creative, artistic way that led me to, mm. to get my heart over to Christ and say, well, I'm, I want to be your follower too. And so what wow, I feel like is that I feel like your record offers that same opportunity, right, for kingdom building. And all of us know about people who run away from us <laughs> when the going gets yeah, high, right. right. We can all relate to yeah. the earthly fallen family members, friends, uh, fickleness of of human nature. But we serve right. a God who, the way I described it in my review, as I said, as Christians, we can all relate to our unending. And I was giving you guys a nod. Second chances. Uh, yeah, you know your song, Second Chance, um, yes, offered sure. by by God. And I feel like that's what this song is doing. It's it's an essence celebrating the second chance you guys sing about in that track um, in, 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 a, in offering back to him for those second chances. Is that a, a fair way of interpreting this song? Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's definitely, um, I guess, where second chance kind of comes from the perspective of the, of the worshiper. Um, yeah. This song uh, this song's kind of almost a response. In fact, the way that normally people really like to write worship songs is to have, uh, I guess, almost like a revelation and response section. What would have been good is if the elements of second chance had been in there in the verse, and then the elements of never run were in there in the chorus. <laughs> that, that would have been a that would have been a perfect combo. Well, there you go. You can do that in, for next project. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so, it. <laughs> so then, so then, what I love is that the bridge of this song is really our response, you know. Um, and yeah, I'm right. sure I'm sure it's a blessing for you as a worship leader. Because, um, by the way, even if I'm not sure what category to put this record in, what I know for sure is you guys have the heart of worshipers and hearts of worship leaders. Um, and so for well, me. Thanks, yeah inviting us to have our hearts open wide and our hands lifted high, you know, in the poetic language of over the clouds up into the blue sky. I look heavenward and I reach Mm. back to that same father who I know will never run and I know will never leave or forsake me. And I'd love to hear a little bit more from you guys about how in a way that's a tipping point because this is the third track of this record. I feel like that point, um, flows into some of the other worshipful other worshipful responses like Every Giant Will Fall and One and Only and Never Walk Alone. I feel like I feel like that point of this song is then where mm. I switch from celebrating, celebrating, celebrating. I feel like the first three songs are just celebrate, celebrate, yeah, right. celebrate. And then and then we shift over to respond, respond, respond in, in our on our faces in worship. Um, for what he's done. And, and I wondered if, because um, by the way, I've always loved that about your guys' song order. I always feel like there is a journey I go on with you as a fellow worshiper yeah. that you take me on. And I, I'd love to know your thoughts on kind of how you'd like people to apply the message of this song in the context of this record. Yeah, sure. Well, I guess um, that's a really interesting point. Something that we, um, that we really wrestle with is actually song order. Uh, it's such a big it's such a big part of of what it is to lead worship in so many ways if you uh if you get it wrong the journey uh doesn't work quite well <laughs> yeah um, for sure even because even, it's much more than it's much more than a matching of of tempo and uh and style and and key it's really um 
I guess it's trying to match in theology and make sure that that you're taking people on a logical, uh, a logical journey. <laughs> and so, yeah. yeah, it's interesting that you point out that 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 kind of is a tipping point, isn't it? Um, the hearts open wide, hands lifted high. Uh, yeah, I guess it, it kind of heralds the start of us really looking directly to the throne. Um, in terms of we've been. We've been enjoying kind of a, a very, I guess maybe maybe a lighter response. Not that celebration is necessarily a light thing, uh, but I guess maybe more enjoying the presence of God rather than uh, being awestruck at it. Whereas that, yeah. that tone really changes from that point on. We move into every giant will fall, which is a an acknowledgement of of God as as strong, mighty, uh, miraculous, um, points mm-hmm. back to his, his great acts through history, not, not just his, uh, intimacy and eminence, but his, his power and his, his might, you know, we're looking at the God of Jericho. We're looking at the God who, who went with, uh, Joshua, who, uh, you know, helped them to, to head into the promised land. And so, I guess we're we are we're starting to look up at that point in the record, and that's yeah. always the exciting point for us. The the reason I guess for the even the musical lightness at the at the start of one of our sets or at the start of one of our albums is to uh, I guess settle us so that we can get to that place that that deep worship place, and so it's uh, it's lovely to get there with a song like Every Giant Will Fall to see people able to engage in uh, in deep worship no doubt and and it does it for me and and as i said then it flows into that extremely prayerful um mm. uh vertical response of one and only you know like you know where you are saying to him jesus one and only mm. we are yours yeah we are yours and yours alone mm. you know so once you've made that commitment, and that's what I think the flow, the beautiful flow to me of your record is then you do celebrate mm. what, what the joy of the Lord is all about. You do right. celebrate uh, what your royal blood is singing about. By the way, that might be my favorite track on the record. Um, and oh, brilliant. I love your royal blood. Oh, can't, can't get enough of it. And, uh, and then the artist, you know, the artist sort of brings it back full circle, right? Now, now, Let's yeah. again dance before him unashamed. Let's proclaim his goodness and um, and who he is. Let's let's again sing about his attributes. So it is very David psalmist style, where David expressed yeah. all of those kinds of emotions. Right in in his psalms, there were the there were those unashamed to dance before the Lord moments. There were those mm. Lord, I feel alone, but I know I'm not. You know, which is which is really where uh, Never yeah. Walk Alone is like the, the ballad companion to You Will Never Run, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, yeah, it is. Uh, it's almost the same. It's basically the same message, just uh, packaged a little differently. Yeah, exactly. So, so to me, it's like <laughs> if you didn't hear me the first time, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. give you a different way of expressing it, you know? And, and so with that, what I love about that is that means there's a thread. There, there's something the Lord mm. is knitting in your guys' heart that you, yeah. you found cohesive uh, in, in putting these songs together that you then packaged back for us to have a cohesive worship experience along with you. 
And then that's when mm. I call it things like being a meaningful record and, and having the song order uh, be, you know, brilliantly inviting us to join in with the band on your journey. That's my own words in describing it. Um, mm. uh, that's what I'm referring to. I'm referring to exactly that. And, and I love that you always put out records. I listen to track one to track whatever in order. I, I don't skip around. I don't just listen to um, the radio songs because I yeah, think you're, missing, right. you're missing some of the story. There's more to the story. Um, everyone's <laughs> going to, uh, you know, just hearing a sermon and, and it's a three-point outline and then you don't bother to know the rest of the story. Um, yeah, and, right. and, and to me, the three-point outline is powerful if you know the context. You know where they're, where yeah. they're coming out of, right? You know, and I know you're, you yeah. know, you're, you're being pastored by Pastor Giglio now, right? Um, and <laughs> Louis is extremely gifted in, in presenting us the gospel, but I'm more yeah. blessed by his presentation when I've already studied it and I've already been ministered to by it, and then he's drawing mm-hmm. out of the rest of it something that I can apply in my life. That's what I feel like you guys sure. help me do as, as worship leaders is, you're helping apply in my life something that's already the cry of my heart, um, which is mm. that there is no greater name, no higher name than Jesus. And you're giving me a fresh new song to sing to reflect that truth uh, in my walk. Fantastic. Um, yeah, which is really, which is really, you know, obeying um, the, the psalmist's cry to sing a new song to the Lord, uh, which is what you guys are doing. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, as, as you know, and I'm not just being a fanboy, you know I'm, I'm also a critic, and what you guys do really does minister to me on, on a deeper level than, than a lot of what I hear. So thank you for that. Um, oh, thanks. Uh, pre- appreciate that we have another chance to talk about God and his goodness and, and the gospel. Mm. And, uh, uh, and I know we can have one of these conversations for pretty much every track if you guys want to. Um, and uh, and you're, all, you're always such world travelers. We don't get the chance to hang out as much. But uh, next time you're in my area, and by the way, I know we're a pretty small church. We only fit about 400 people. We would absolutely yeah. love to host you at my church. So if you're ever looking for a place to play a little north of Philly, um, please reach out to me, and I will have you guys in in a heartbeat. Sounds fantastic, Kevin. We, we, we'd be always up for that. We'll, we'll need to work that out. Yeah, yeah, please let me know. I mean, I, I know you're on the tour with Chris Tomlin coming up, and you're probably not too far from yeah. at some point. Um, but, yeah, yeah, if we could do schedule some kind of one-off uh, and, and have you in. Because uh, when I've come and seen you guys, like when you were up in uh, when you were in Reading, Pennsylvania, you were yeah. very you were you were about 45 minutes from me there. Um, right. I also came and saw you and Gareth out in Hershey that one time. Um, that's right. That feels, yeah. like, that feels like forever ago. That was like six years ago, I think. Uh, yeah, that's right. I know. It was um, long ago. That was a while. And then, um, and then, yeah, I've uh, you know, I had creation a couple times. The one time for sure, I tell you guys, a creation when they had that worship stage. That was that was. Yeah, really cool. that's right. <laughs> they, they should do yeah, that again. Good fun. Uh, and then you guys were there yeah. last year, but unfortunately, I was on a family trip. But uh, yeah. Um, I definitely want to stay uh, in touch, and I'll have this up in the next few weeks. I'll make sure I send it back your yeah. way. And, uh, if, you're feeling led, if you're feeling led to reshare my review on any of your guys' socials, feel free. Uh, in a I can, I'll always, I feel, can, uh, always feel led to um, retweet those kind of reviews. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice it's a, it's, a, it's not, 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 hard, not hard to do. 
Well, and 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 again, I I don't. So I'm I'm interested. It's interesting. Um, if I don't have something nice to say, I actually don't actually review certain projects. Uh, if I hear right. it, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I don't I don't feel the Lord's really um, igniting as much in me. That's yeah. probably the nicest way of saying it. I know an artist sure. doesn't really benefit from me criticizing it, um, and and it could ignite yeah. something in somebody else, right? So yeah. But when I'm when I'm ignited, I, I feel like. I don't even write at that point. The Lord takes over. And, and hmm. he, he says what this record is doing uh, in, in, in my life. He's helping me express that, that deeper cry of my soul. And then that's when I, I look back and I go, that is how I feel. But I don't even know how to express that necessarily. You know, so I, I don't know. To me, to me, that always feels like um, that's how the Lord works, right? You know, he, he has that. Yeah. He has that mysterious way about him, <laughs> where where sure. you just you just really uh, allow him to speak. He can say yeah. things much greater than we're able to say, and and I feel like um, you know Moses and not feeling eloquent enough, and those kinds of biblical examples mm. uh, remind me to have the courage that it isn't about me. You know, it's it's really mm. it's really about making less, or or what John the Baptist said. You know. Um, he must yeah. increase, and I, but I must decrease, and and uh, and that's what it's all about. So yeah. Um, well, we uh, we so appreciate your uh, so appreciate your encouragement, and as well, I feel like um, you really you really take care to to understand each project that we bring out. There's very few people who pull out as much uh, nuances uh, as you do as a as a reviewer, and you know this this uh, this record for us has been. Uh, I mean, it, it's been. I guess vast majority have have had a great response to it, but there definitely, for the first time, has been some mix in terms of people weren't ready for us to move past, to move on sonically, and you know, we we just felt called that we had to, and uh, mm. it's just nice to know that some that people are with you on the on the journey as you kind of forge ahead. Uh, yeah, so I appreciate, we appreciate, I appreciate yeah, I appreciate you you catching that because I I don't generally read what other people say, but I did happen to uh, stumble across a couple uh, people who who had that um, had that response, and I feel like they haven't allowed the Lord to speak to them. That that very much sounds like an, a fleshly uh, response mm. because cause there's there's no lack of edification in this record. There's no lack of, um, in my opinion, no lack of creativity. Uh, yes, I know you made a label change. I'm familiar with that, and I am familiar yeah. with, I am familiar with some of the uh, approach differences. Because as you can imagine, your old label and your new label are probably the two I've worked with the most in my yeah in sure. my of in course. my career. Yeah. So so they're the two I kind of have the most context about, and I say I yeah. say it fits. By the way, you and Carrie Job did the same thing. <laughs> she she released uh, a couple records with Integrity, and then she's released a few records now with with Capital. And is yeah. anybody is anybody having a nuance issue with her? I mean, it seems like yeah. it seems like everybody's cool with what she did. it almost seems unfair, right? Yeah, it's it's interesting. I think people. Uh, 
reviewers in particular are very sensitive to the switch mm. to capital, and I think they think that it reflects a heart change, which it absolutely doesn't. Um, honestly, from my perspective, as you know, one of the the songwriters on the record, uh, nobody's ever with either label really influenced what what's going on there. So it's it's all perception. I guess Agreed. it's just it's it's discouraging to to feel like people think that you've uh, that you're trying to write for radio or any of those things. Whenever really that couldn't be further from from the truth. You're just kind of writing the message that uh, that God's putting on your heart, and you're presenting it the way that you think uh, is right for for this season. And uh, yeah, whatever. Anyway, I guess the point is, uh, thank you for uh, thank you for journeying with us, for tracking with us. Oh well, no, you're welcome. And I, um, it did take a little longer though. I, I just wanted you to know that um, I did allow <laughs> the Lord. To, I had I did allow the Lord to actually speak through the songs before I put my my hands to the keyboard. Um, and and that I think is the key. I basically, you know, kind of the Isaiah 40 idea of waiting on the Lord um, mm. has been a massive guide for me on how yeah. to be a proper reviewer. Um, because right. if I have a, if I have a knee jerk reaction, then I, then I'm probably having a fleshly response. Uh, hmm. but if, but if I'm allowing the Lord to speak through, and I'll let you know where I wrote this review. You might find this interesting. I actually went to the prayer room at my church, which is where we gather for prayer yeah. on, on uh, Tuesday nights. And then also, um, People gather for prayer during services, and it's also yeah. where the worship. It's where the worship team gathers for prayer before mm. they go up to lead people in, in worship. Well, I was in there yeah. in the prayer room, praying over each song, and then that's where the Lord was speaking through each of those songs and helping me write about them. And and I did look back later and go, wow, I'm not sure using a human response I would have come up with these observations, but but <laughs> sure. but in but in but in praying, the Lord reveals those things. And I feel like that's the same yeah. thing, what you just said. That's how you are writing, too. And, and that's what yeah. people need to be in tune with, is that it's, it's that. And congrats, that the song is connecting on radio. That's, I think that's a, that's a blessing and a byproduct. Um, yeah, but, sure. But that would have happened if you were an indie artist, in my opinion. Um, a good song is a good song, right? Yeah. And, yeah, and, I believe it. Yeah. Well, and I still call you an indie-sounding artist. I mean, and, I, and obviously I mean that in an affectionate way. Um, sure. That, that I don't feel you guys have lost any of that. Because, uh, by the way, I, I can't wait to hear some of these songs live. Because I know they have even more energy live. Um, <laughs> yeah, than, that's it. Than can be captured in a studio record, you know? So Yeah. It's a funny, uh, it's a funny season in music, actually, because the – the indie bands of the moment sound like uh, have no shame in sounding like pop acts. Yeah, so it's right. like the most, hip, the most hipster thing you can be right now is a pop band. <laughs> you know, when you, you've right. got, uh, which is kind of where we're, that's why the, the slight shift in the record, you know, this sort of 80s pop sounds feature a little bit. And it's, uh, it's actually the most indie thing you can do. Playing folk music is no longer an indie thing to do. Um, which is uh, it's kind of ironic. 
<laughs> but, That's uh, a great point. I mean, you're, you're spot on about that. Because, by the way, just, just to be fair, I do also listen to some mainstream acts because I'm curious sure. what the world finds interesting, right? And you know who told me to do that? Right. I don't know if I shared this with you before. was uh, Brenton Brown. Um, I went to a yeah. National Worship Leader Conference uh, in Lancaster, Pennsylvania a couple of years ago, and I sat yeah. under him sharing about songwriting. Mm. And yep. first off, he, he spent three years writing the song Everlasting God, which I thought was amazing to hear wow, that whole yeah. story. Uh, but secondly, he said one of the things he does to spark his creativity is he goes and downloads the top 20 albums on iTunes. And, yeah. and he, tries to, he tries to get a feel for what is it that, that people are responding to, right? So, yeah. so in your case, uh, what Ed Sheeran has done it's actually a parallel yeah. to what you guys are doing, right? Yeah, right. Got, yeah, I mean, we certainly operate under that principle too. You know, we, we we spend a lot of time, I guess, in in research of uh, secular music, just seeing what. I mean, broadly, that's what's. We don't really care that much about the sound of the music. Uh, it's more the message is the wrestle for us, and then the rest yeah. of it's all very negotiable. So. Uh, <laughs> We, we spend a lot of time researching, and I guess for us, we almost felt like we knew, we knew that what people would respond to very positively would be if we reversed and uh, and brought out a very campfire-sounding record. We knew that that would be very mm. people-pleasing, uh, but we didn't think there was much future in it, and we didn't think that it would have the same ability to capture the heart of somebody who was outside the church, um, yeah. so we didn't do it. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny. I, until we just talked about it, I don't think I made the Ed Sheeran parallel, but I hmm. I owned his first record, and I have his new record, and there's absolutely a shift towards being a hipster pop artist. And yeah. and and you you guys are there too. You you made a similar uh, subtle shift without any message, um, you know, shift, which is most important, like you said. Um, and maybe it's that musical slight shift is where I would put in this, well, is this solely a worship record or is this more? Is there more to this than sure. a worship record? And I guess that's really where I, where I settled. And, and as I said, and I haven't had the chance to even tell this to Matt, Matt yet, but I felt the same way about the Matt Ma record. I'm like, this is more than just a worship record. This is, this mm-hmm. is like a statement. <laughs> I mean, he's making, yeah, I mean, he's, right. always been, he's always been a statement guy, but like this particular yeah. new one, the Saints and Sinners, it's like loaded with statements. And oh, yeah. and to, to me, to me, that's beauty. That's that's true art. When you can mm-hmm. you can worship the Lord and be challenged and think about things, uh, and and during your day, during your living life, outside of the context of mm-hmm. um, being at an event, can these thoughts permeate through you? And can you yeah. can you be can you be the antithesis of Jesus? Which really isn't that what this is all about. You know, it's all about right. how can we represent? How can we be his ambassadors um, to the world? And one of the ways to do that is to be something the world finds interesting, and then yeah. you have that sweet, sweet aroma, right? So that then the yeah, world wants absolutely. to know more. Uh, so so God bless. I'm uh, I'm as always excited to to delve in with you guys, and I'm sure we can. As I mentioned, I mean, we already kind of touched on a few of the tracks I'd want to 
I'd want to dig deeper on. And uh, right. I already called. I already called every general will follow a guaranteed hit song. So there you go. I've already, I've already thrown awesome. it out there. <laughs> so, there's really, there's really no doubt that that one's great. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, well. the next, um, uh, the next couple of singles are more than likely going to. If every giant will fall isn't next, it will be the one after it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's right there. It's in the wheelhouse, and and it's so empowering. Um, it, it's really, it's really a beautiful statement, actually. So yeah, so thank you what you guys are doing and uh, uh if there's anything i can ever do pray for you guys um i think you know how to text me email me whatever yeah you know, right to, to reach out and well, uh yeah you're doing it all kevin thank you so much oh well you're welcome well it's great to great to be a fellow brother in the lord with you and uh, uh all the best you please pass on my best to the band as well yeah thanks a lot it was great talking to you all right, we'll you again. All right. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Take care. Uh, bye-bye.